A brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for your business. If you're an established business owner or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning cold into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. And your host, Jennifer Dawn, business coach and founder of The Best Planner Ever, will help you to achieve your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Now, here's Jennifer Dawn. Okay, hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Productive Podcast. I'm Jennifer Dawn, a business coach and founder of Best Planner Ever. If you're ready to start winning big in business and life, you're in the right place. This podcast is your go-to resource for learning how to bring awareness and clarity, some determination, even a little mental toughness into your daily productivity so you can knock your goals out of the park, set yourself apart from the pack, and of course, start succeeding on a whole new level. I am super excited, you guys, today. I'm going to be talking with John Vong. Did I pronounce your name correctly, yes, John? Yes, you did. Yay! Yes, you did. John is the owner and founder of Local SEO Search. He works to help small and medium-sized businesses rank on page one of Google. Now, you guys, I know this is a productivity podcast, but we're going to dive into SEO today. This is also a business podcast. As many of you know, I'm a business coach, and SEO has been a real hot topic especially with so much information out there, so much misinformation out there. And so today, John is going to help us just like get super clear on what we really need for SEO. Before we hop in, John, will you just give us a little um, high-level overview of who you are, what you've been doing with your life, um, how you're helping business owners? I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about you. Well, thanks a lot for uh, the intro, Jennifer. I'm excited to be on your show today and uh, honored. So just to give you insight on my back story, I uh, started this agency back in 2013 called Local SEO Search to serve the community and help small business owners who were great at business, but not so great on digital marketing and visibility on search. Um, but before that, I actually was in advertising sales for 10 years. Um, so that's my background. I went to school for business finance. I grew up as a fourth child of immigrant uh, parents from Vietnam, came to Canada, didn't know the language, didn't know the community, didn't have money. And we kind of survived and lived a, a good life to be brought up here in Canada, in the Western society. And now we are like everyone else. So just having that opportunity has allowed me to now give back. And this is where I feel with the podcast, with mm -hmm. the business, with all my other initiatives, it gives me an opportunity to help business owners who are the foundation of every single community to really help cultivate a stronger you know, value in their business, understanding what it means to run a business, right? And then giving and serving a purpose to offer it up to products and services to have customers consume it, right? And this yeah. is the whole point of small business owners. Um, so eight years now running this business and I have a lot of different initiatives. One of them is to amplify my message and educate business owners on the importance, the value, and really what it really means to run a successful SEO campaign with all the mis noise information out there. 
it's hard to consume information that you don't know certainty in terms of like what's true, what's false. It's the same thing with health. There's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of studies. So what do you believe, right? right. Um, so SEO is very similar. Um, so I want to hopefully answer any of your questions that you have uh, with all your audience numbers in which I can add value to. Oh, I love this so much. And you guys, SEO, search engine optimization. Uh, maybe you've heard the term, you didn't know what it stood for. And really in a nutshell, we're talking about if a, a, a consumer or a business needs your product or service, right? And they're going to Google and they're saying, hey, I need a business coach. I need a plumber. I need a whatever. Search engine optimization ultimately is helping you get found on Google. There's millions, billions of companies search results out there. And if you're not on page one, your chances of getting found by a prospect are pretty much nil. And so that's why search engine op optimization SEO is so very, very important. So John, tell me why SEO? Why did you pick that particular topic to help business owners with? But great question. Uh, 10 years in advertising sales where I dabbled in uh, traditional advertising, print media, um, and trade shows, magazines. And then I dabbled in online affiliate performance base. So I understood CPM, conversion, email drip campaign, banner, paid ads. And then I worked at Yellow Pages, which was a directory. And I was there for five years. And that's where I met thousands of your plumbers, dentists, lawyers, physiotherapists, mm -hmm. small business owners, restaurant owners. And I got to really connect with them on a more intimate level, not mm -hmm. intimate, intimate, but understanding what it means to run a business mm -hmm. and what it took, what they looked after and cared about most, which was usually family support, mm -hmm. but really the time spent to understand their customers, really adding value in people's lives and offering a really, really outstanding product and service that people want to consume and taking care of their customers, right? So mm -hmm. all the foundation of running good business. And when I left Yellow Pages, last couple of years was challenging because people were getting frustrated with the return on investment, spending more than ever, but not getting good amount leads. Mm -hmm. And uh, the user behavior was shifting to more digital platforms mm -hmm. like social media, paid ads, search. And I felt, you know, I, myself, I was using Google a lot. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't like click on paid ads. And I didn't understand social. So I just stuck with search because <laughs> for me, the map and below the map is where I clicked. And of course, with Yellow Pages, all these business owners just wanted someone they can trust, mm -hmm. do the work properly, and with a good track record, right? Mm -hmm. That they can, you know, easily transition their user pay, paid ads, marketing dollars to an agency or someone that they trust to take care of them. So build a solid relationship. And that's how I started this business, actually. I had no SEO experience. I had no technical background. But I listened to the gap in the marketplace with Yellow Pages clients, and I wanted to serve them. And so mm -hmm. over the last eight years, I got better and better, learned, um, and really built a team around me to support these small business owners to become thought leaders and industry experts. And now, the last couple of years, I'm very confident in not just the team's abilities, but SEO in general and how important and vital it is for small business owners to really cultivate and you know, pursue and take action on. Because if you're not doing it today, you're missing out on a huge opportunity of customers seeking out your product and services on a daily basis mm -hmm. that you can at least win over or have an opportunity 
to sway them to you. Exactly. So true. You know, for my business coaching practice, I'm going to say 99% of all of our leads and our new clients that come in all say they found us on Google. And think about it, you guys, when you need something, you need a product, what do you do? You Google it. It's just where you go. So if you're not in a position to be showing up when a potential client, prospect, customer um, is Googling for your product or service, you are really missing out because it's a little, it's different than Facebook advertising if you're doing Facebook, because for Facebook, those people are there to socialize, right? And think about it. When you're on Facebook, you're having a bad day, so you go to Facebook. I, I don't, because I hate Facebook, but um, most people I hear, well, like, I'm having a bad day, I go on Facebook. Um, I have been sick, like, if I have a cold or something, and there's just nothing to do, I'll get on Facebook, but generally... People are on Facebook socializing. They want to see what their friends are doing. They're looking at pictures. So all those sponsored ads, they're getting put in front of. Now you can target, which is great. You can put your ad in front of who you think the right person is. But generally, they're not always like hot buyers. When you've got a person on Google who's actively looking, they're often actively looking to buy because they they want a solution to their, their problem and they want it fast. And so that's why I just... I love the Google traffic. I think it's such a higher quality of client, a higher quality lead um, for a business. And so it's, it is so important to make sure that you're taking advantage of this. Now, in the SEO world, I hear so many different things. And I know you do too, of like, this is what you have to do. This is what you should do. You shouldn't do. Prices vary wildly for having people do SEO. I've seen companies that say they're doing SEO and they're doing absolutely nothing. So as a business owner, it's really hard to know, like, are you getting your money's worth? Is it really working? So let's just kind of start with, um, John, I have so many questions for you. All right. So let's just start with, as a business owner, if you're doing SEO, like what does basic SEO really look like? What does it include? You know, what you should you be getting if you're working with a company that's doing your SEO, like... What's the basic stuff that you should expect if you're working with somebody who says they're doing your SEO? So my basic is full service, boutique mm -hmm. agency level, what big brands are doing, but bringing it to small business owners level. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to do it, you do it properly. Mm -hmm. Just like any expertise, plumber, dentist, physiotherapist, someone's been trained 10, 20 years of business. Mm -hmm. And with hours of experience, you expect it. Mm -hmm. So with SEO, various range and everyone thinks they're experts. However, what does that really mean to you? You just care about results. Mm -hmm. so when I look at basic, I look at what are they doing on page development, link building, social reputation, content, and everything else in between on page and off page, because that's what it takes to position a website and a business owner to cultivate their customers and users to become known as a thought leader. It doesn't happen overnight. Like if you look at a dentist in New York, how many dentists are there? Thousands, tens of thousands. For you to optimize to then appear on the first page, you better be a thought leader. Someone that writes a book, speaks, someone that knows their stuff and producing great content that compels to the users mm -hmm. ultimately. Forget about Google, really listen to your customers. Mm -hmm. And that's what it means to become a thought leader, someone that is an optimized website. And this is what Google's after, right? Matching the best 
websites for the user's intent. So it's mm -hmm. user intent focus. And therefore the user will continue coming back to Google knowing that the results match their intent with the websites that they trust Google's done their best job matching with. And the more you understand the business side of Google and more you understand the business size of how you rank a website, mm -hmm. focus on the customers. So my, my minimal is try to do everything, but do it well, because there's no minimal to get by because there's mm -hmm. going to be gaps in a proper SEO campaign, a proper agency will find gaps and opportunities to outrank you. So that's why there's a lot of tools and a lot of resources and a lot of people to do things properly, the right mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that it takes time to rank. I've heard this as well. Um, we read somewhere that it can take a year for you to rank on a keyword that is a high volume keyword. Like for us, it'd be, it's business coaching. And to rank on a keyword like that, um, we were told like, you, like, you gotta be at this for a year before you're gonna be able to really rank. True or false, John? How much time, like, should somebody realistically, if you want to rank on a keyword that has high traffic, like really how much time does it take um, to, to get your rankings up so that you are showing on page one of Google? So that's a great question. And uh, I get that on a daily basis, maybe a dozen times. Um, how much does it cost and how long will it take? Yeah. So regarding the, the time frame, it depends. I know it's the hardest question to answer, but you have to look at your competitive landscape. Do you want to rank locally, internationally, or globally? And who is in the space currently? And what have they been doing for how long? And how many people have been working on their campaign? And is it realistic based on what your budget versus their budget? Like if you're competing on a product that you're competing with Amazon, good luck. Yeah. Or a big brand or a big retailer, right? Walmart or Costco or whatever. Or if you're a service, if you're competing with, say, Tony Robbins, yes. think about how long he's been. He's been speaking, he has booked, he has programs, he has a huge audience, and he has a huge budget and a team. Yeah. Good luck, right? So yeah. I always say be realistic with it. And that's why I'm always with all these professionals that I work with. How realistic are you with your expectations? Because mm -hmm. if you heard it, it's hearsay. But if you've actually seen other people perform and got good traction, it's a different story, right? Mm -hmm. Don't believe what other people are selling you. Try mm -hmm. to do enough digging and research to really uncover, does it logically make sense or not? And don't be sold, right? Because if mm -hmm. people say, I can get you ranked in a month or two months for a very high competitive keyword, how realistic is it? Like if you're brand new business and suddenly you're appearing on the first page, does Google like that? Does Google want that? Yeah. And does your clients, the people who are typing those keywords in, expect to see you if you're a two-month-old business? Right. Probably not. <laughs> you have no track record, no reviews, and you're probably spamming Google, mm -hmm. and they're going to figure it out, right? They're smarter than you think. So yeah. therefore, realistically, if you're an expert in business, you know, get started, right? And then be realistic in terms of expectations. Go after long tail keywords that have low volume, but high conversion rate. Mm -hmm. That will allow for more traction. And then once you start getting traction, then you can expand into more broad keywords that have more high, high volume. But, you know, it takes time, right? Like everything takes time in, in terms of running a business. Mm -hmm. Same applies with SEO.
And yeah, and this is one of the things I've always taught my clients is that SEO is not, it's, it's a long-term play. Like you've got to be in it. You've got to be committed to it. And it, and it is generally not going to prove results like in a month. Um, but is it realistic to say, you know, you like my, my Tony Robbins is who I'm up against and, you know, I'm little, he's a giant. And so, but I do want to obviously do everything I can to get on page one for our prospects. But I mean, is a year a realistic amount of time to say, yeah, like that's realistic. That's completely ridiculous. Like where does that amount of time kind of fall in? Well, I, I look and I throw it back at that Tony Robbins example. There's probably a dozen or a couple dozen that are competing or even yeah. hundreds of companies. Hundreds, yes. Hundreds that are competing. They've probably yes. been doing SEO for five, 10 years as well. Yep. And if you're brand new, one, two years, and someone says, I can rank you in a year, logically, what's your budget like? And is it realistic? Mm-hmm. Right. Because running a business is not easy. And Tony Robbins is on stage producing, writing books, speaking, all this. And he has a team to do that. Right. Even though you think you hired the best team, is it realistic? Mm -hmm. So again, it's hard, right? And I say, look at your competition. Look at the keywords that you want to rank for. And is it realistic? So I've seen clients rank a couple months and seen clients rank couple years, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on competition, depending on where they're sitting today, benchmark bases on their competitors yep. and what is the kind of, you know, tr- campaign looking like, right? What needs to be done to get there? And yeah. we can have a roadmap. We can figure things out, but it has to be a, a transparent relationship too, right? Mm-hmm. And realistic, like people that don't invest, but expect a lot, how realistic that is that and also is their kpi realistic you know expectations even possible right like everyone mm-hmm. wants to be the top uh, number one ranking for every single term yeah 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 this is great john and so some of what i'm taking away from this guys and i think everybody listening to is like if you're talking with an seo company and they're saying oh yeah we can get you ranked on a high traffic keyword in two months or three months they're probably not giving you <laughs> the right information. If you're like only looking to get ranked locally, you know, you're in a small town, you're the only plumber in town, that's probably a lot easier to get ranked for if you're you just don't have that volume of competition. But if you're a high-level service provider, there's thousands of other people who you're competing with and you're trying to get ranked on a national level, it's definitely gonna, what I'm hearing, John, is that it's really gonna matter. So who you are, you know, what kind of content you're putting out, how you're positioned against all these other people. And those factors have to be taken into account, not just what you're doing for SEO. Like you really have to be kind of out there and that thought leader, at least that's what Google's looking for. Because when people are sitting down Googling, Google is trying to give them the best answer. Um, I had learned, John, you can tell me if it's crap, but I had learned that like Google will pay attention to bounce rates. And so if like people are, they're sending traffic to your site and your site's not answering the question and they're bouncing very quickly, that that actually hurts your rankings because Google is thinking, oh, they're really not the right answer for this solution. True or false, John? That's what's what's happening, right? Yeah. So So your website is the biggest asset piece of your business today. Yeah. It used to be a storefront. It used to be your telephone, right? Now that website is like an online brochure that you can update with blogs. 
before after pictures, testimonials, services that you offer, everything is on your website. So if you keep coming up with fresh content that resonates with your clients who are seeking out the products and services that you offer, mm-hmm. and you keep them engaged with substance, right? And internal links and people staying on your site longer and hopefully taking action with mm-hmm. a phone call or filling up a form, then Google sees and watches all that. And they're going to reward you if they actually take action and they stay longer, less bounce rate. They actually read third-party reviews. They go to different asset pieces like a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram account of yours, LinkedIn. There's so many different things people do with multi-channel touch points that will convert to a real solid lead. Mm -hmm. SEO, if done right, it will provide you inbound leads of ready to by customers of your ideal tribe. Right. So if you do everything right, imagine your best profile clients are knocking on the door and wanting to do business with you. Exactly. And that's what we do for clients, like position them so that they become thought leaders in their industry and in their market or niche. And they just have to worry about conversion. Yep, exactly. Worry about lead gen. Yes, exactly. And so you guys, so you know, you can go hire John to do your SEO, but he makes some great points here because if your website sucks and so your bounce rate is really high. And when we talk about bounce rate, and I don't want to use words that if you don't know what we're talking about, I always hate it when I listen to podcasts and they use big words and I'm like, what is he talking about? But bounce rate is just when somebody goes to your website, if they stay on the site for a long time, you're going to have a low bounce rate. If they, they bounce right off that website very quickly, you're going to have a high bounce rate. And so we want low bounce rate. We want, we want people to stay on the site as long as possible. And then he, John made another great point. We want them to take action. So we want them to opt in. We want them to schedule a phone call. We want them to you know schedule, get on your schedule. We want them to take some kind of action on the site. So think about your website, all you business owners listening right now. Like if you don't have the ability for somebody to take action on your website, you're hurting your SEO efforts because people can come to your website and then they don't know what to do. If they can't opt in, if they can't schedule a call, like this is one of the reasons why with all of our clients, we go through their website and we check those boxes and say, okay, like we have everything here that Google would be looking for to maximize this ideal prospect who's going to hit your website. We want to do everything that we can to get them to convert. All right, good, good stuff, John. Okay, so go into with it real with a realistic expectation of how long it's going to take to rank, keeping in mind the size of your audience and how much uh, competition there is for your keywords. Um, you mentioned price. So what should a small business owner realistically expect to spend? I know that there are agencies out there that will charge, you know, I've seen on the low end, you know, two, 300 bucks a month on the high end, I've seen five, $10,000 a month. So for a small business owner, John, like what could a, a small business owner realistically expect to spend on SEO? And that's the hardest thing, right? I get the budget is a huge component of, you know, if they rely heavily on the website to convert and generate leads and revenue and sales and profit, then it's a lot of pressure on the SEO agency, right, to perform. And therefore, the time frame is very critical for their, you know, overall success or survival rate, right? Mm-hmm. You have to, all SEO companies are not 
um, you know, comparing apples to apples. You have to understand what they're actually going to do for you. Are they focusing on just on-page SEO? Are they focusing on link building to generate some authority, right? Are they creating good content for you? And how much input do you have in terms of personalization, in terms of like that conversion rate optimization that you should be focused on? How about reputation management? These are so critical in terms of like, price point because we're kind of full service. We take care of everything with in-house pillars of experts. So comparing to the big brands that we're kind of doing it for, uh, comparing against, we're a fraction of the cost doing it for the small, medium-sized businesses, but we're trying to help the small business owners because mm -hmm. all the ones at a lower price point can't compare to what we're doing for them. Yeah. Right? So if you only have a $200 budget, I would say play with ad. <laughs> Don't really commit to SEO because you're yeah. not going to do it properly the first time. It's very similar to kind of trying to figure out how to do a plumbing job. You go to YouTube, you can, you know, try to hack it, figure out how to do it. Or you hire someone $400 to come in, fix it in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's do it yourself or you hire an expert that knows it because they've been doing it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. They'll come in, diagnose it, got the part, figure out how to fix it. And they're in and out. You trying to figure it out. You might go to Home Depot, Rona, buy the part, watch a YouTube, get stressed, frustrated, come in, fix it, try to fix it, hire yeah, someone yeah. that'll cost you double, triple. All these things matter, right? It's the same thing with SEO. It's your business. Do SEO when you're ready. Don't do it before you're ready. And this is timing as well. And maybe this is a good time for me to plug. When should you hire an SEO expert? Oh, that's great. Yes. I would say when you know how to run a business and you have profit and revenue, and you have probably 10 ideal persona avatar type clients of yours that you can pick their brain and ask any question before you have that. Don't hire an SEO consultant because the SEO consultant doesn't know you, your business as well as you should. Yeah. So you should be providing a lot of input and data and analysis and, and content to support the campaign. Mm -hmm. So be in business for a couple of years, have some revenue mm -hmm. and really know your 10 best type of clients with that avatar personality. Then when you create content and create a website, it should answer every single question and problem in situation of those customers that have problems. Mm -hmm. And therefore, when you create that website, it's gonna bring in and cultivate all those ideal customers of yours with those same similar pain points and, and problems. So it resonates with them. Mm -hmm. And it answers all the problems that's already been answered on the website and it will cultivate more lead gen of ready to buy customers of your ideal tribe. Yes. I love it. So let's talk a little bit, just break down for me the pieces of SEO. You've mentioned several things. So when you say on-page SEO, what are you talking about, John? I know what you're talking about, but everybody's listening may not know what you're talking about. So what are we really talking about? What's on-page SEO? So on-page is anything that's residing in your website, right? Mm -hmm. On your website, in your website, from technical implications, from mobile, responsive content, title tags, description, images, even like substance of type of content, is it video, audio, images, or written? You know, answer it based on how your ideal customers are consuming content, right? Mm -hmm. So produce good, high quality, well-researched depth information 
that resonate with your idea of customers. Mm -hmm. When you start doing and producing better quality, people take you seriously. Don't focus on just producing it based on quantity. Focus on quality. Focus okay. on spending time personalized, customizing your content pieces so that the people who are reading will not press that back button. <laughs> they will gotcha. want to consume more information because it's your position as a leader, as a thought leader. And so they're going to take the time to actually read it and go line by line and then navigate through different pages within your site. So on pages, anything to do with on your website, in your okay. website. I love this. This is so helpful. Okay. So let's talk about, you, you mentioned like writing content that's high quality. So let's say I'm a business owner and you know, you starting your business and you're writing your own blog posts, right? And they're personal. It's your knowledge. You're writing this great blog post and then you get bigger. So then you hire a company and they come in and they start writing your blog posts and they're not quite as personal, but they are, I'm doing air quotes, SEO'd up right? We've all heard this. If we've been in business for any length of time where we hire a writer and they're like, I'm going to write you a high quality, you know, blog, and it'll be all SEO friendly. But the blog itself, let's say, cause it's not in your voice, you know, it's, you could kind of tell maybe it's written by somebody else. Now, does, does that hurt you? Does it help you? And I know this is something I've seen a lot of my clients kind of struggle with of like, you know, they can write a blog, but they don't always have the time to do it. So you hire it out you know, what's Google really looking for? Is it, is it hurt us more to have a blog that somebody else wrote that maybe isn't that interesting, but it has all the right keywords versus a blog maybe we wrote that's much more personable, but maybe it doesn't have quite as many of those SEO keywords in it. Like, or does it not matter? I think tracking analytics and understanding like the, the true purpose of what you're writing, should it resonate with the clients and convert? to ultimately yeah. a lead, a phone call, a form inquiry or purchase, right? And the more of that to support your cause, to build your authority. And what we've done is bring everything in-house, right? We have content writers, we have SEO strategists, we have developers, we have graphic designs, videographers, we have you know link builders, social media, and we collaborate and speak within. Mm -hmm. And therefore, when we speak to the client, every time we do that call, to get to know you, realize like what's your tone, voice, you know, what are the topics that resonate with you? What are some of the, what do you want to be known as, right? All that yeah. gets shared within a team. And therefore, when we start doing keyword research and we start looking at competitive analysis and figure out what terms they're ranking for and where you want to play, then we can actually do it well properly. And this is what big brands do, right? They have a full <laughs> team. Well, I'm now taking it to the small, medium-sized level because most business owners can't afford developer, content, social, reputation, link builders, everything that I've kind of done. And yes, the margins aren't the greatest, but I feel like we've got a good team that supports the cause of helping small, medium-sized businesses voice their you know, personalized voice, customize their voice to their ideal customers to amplify their authority. And we have a solid track record now too, right? Like mm -hmm. we kind of got a system framework in place to do it properly at scale. And we want to help the ones that understand the value of what SEO can do for you and yeah. how that know how to run a business ultimately. Because yeah. I don't want to train someone on how to run a business. I want to just help them position yeah. themselves as leaders in their space. 
So some of what I'm taking away from that, John, is that like if if the company writes you a blog and you read it and you're bored to tears, your ideal prospect probably will be too. <laughs> so would you say that it's better to have less content that's higher quality or because this is another SEO thing I see all the, all the time. They're just like pumping volumes of content to try to rank and the content's not necessarily good. So is it better to have less, less content that's higher quality or higher volume quant content that's lower quality for as, when it comes to SEO? So again, it, it all depends on KPI, right? Like what is your goal, ultimate goal? Uh -huh. To be known as an industry expert for X amount niche in which, which market, right? And what are some of the content pieces that support it? Pillar content, services, and what you want to be known for, and all the blogs should be supporting it. So okay. it's in your link, because if you're going all scattered, broad, going after everyone, not knowing who you really want to go after, Google will know that, and your customers don't know how to then take your content and absorb it because you're all over the place. But if you're hyper-focused and you know what matters and who you want to be servicing and which market and niche and category and market, it allows you to have clarity on the type of pieces of content that you should be writing to support it. Mm -hmm. So that's why people always say niche down, personalized, customized with depth, because then you don't have to focus on quantity. You don't have to, like, unless you're a big brand like Amazon that goes after every single product out there, right. but they have a full team that can afford it, right? Right, right. You're never going to be like that and realize that and yeah. understand that you are, and will happiness mean, you know, competing with them or just taking care of your base? Mm -hmm. That should be enough to keep you busy and fulfilled, right? And success will eventually come when you, resonate with the ideal type of client right so be realistic people mm -hmm. you know want to do everything and not pay for anything and want everything yesterday well business ownership doesn't happen like that right a it lot really of people doesn't. and a lot of people in their 20s like yes they saw a social media post so they read a blog or watched a video and they said i made a hundred thousand last month you know how hard it is to earn a hundred thousand dollars like think about it logically right like yeah People don't get it. And yet one person out of a billion people or a million person did it. Great for them. Now they're selling you a course. They're selling you all these other things. Good luck, right? That's their business now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great stuff. And so like if you are hiring, because I know some of, these, some of you guys who are listening right now, if you have hired out some of your content creation, you know, make sure that that content is going to resonate with your ideal client, that it's good content. A rule of thumb I like to use is if I read it and I'm like, this is boring, it kind of sucks. My client is probably thinking the same thing. So even if you are hiring it out, make sure that they are really writing stuff that's good, high quality content that if you're in their shoes and you read, it would be helpful to you. Proof it, right? So yeah. you should be QCing everything that goes on your website and make sure you write it for the purpose of your customers and not for you. Because yeah. you're not the one paying for your product and service. It's your ideal customers that are. Yeah. Speak to them. And that's the one thing a lot of business owners forget, right? They're always talking about themselves. They're talking yeah, yeah. About as if they know what everyone else, you know, thinks about you. Well, <laughs> you want to be the, the greatest, best, you know, fastest, most 
you know, great business, but no one cares about that. You should, right. you should be serving others, right? So speak to what they want and then you'll be servicing better, serving mm -hmm. them better as well. I love that so much. All right, uh, link building, um, backlinks. You know, you hear this a lot when you're looking at backlinks, backlinks, backlinks. All right, so how important are backlinks um, and why should business owners care about them? It's very important because if you do not understand, and maybe I'll, I'll just explain what yeah. backlinks are first. Think about traditional businesses. Like I was at Yellow Pages for many years. What did they rely on? Word of mouth and referrals, mainly, mm -hmm. right? Now, Google has come out and they can only index websites. There's spiders crawling and they can only read what they see online in the computer with digits, zeros and ones all day long, right? So therefore, what they're going to do is see what is out there that supports your website. And a backlink is another website linking back to your website. And that's what a backlink is. There's a lot of different factors that you should really look at when you analyze the data of that backlink from trust flow, domain authority, uh, page authority, organic traffic, niche category, and also like just people that you want coming from mm -hmm. that website to your site. Mm -hmm. And that's more of a gut check, right? On mm -hmm. is that good traffic that will resonate with the type of website that I want to produce to be on that site in the first place. So different ways, there's hundreds of ways to generate some backlinks. But I always look at the, the most white hat authoritative way out there, which is produce good content, get some awareness, PR it, Build some really good authority and credibility, like speaking in associations, creating a book or a blog, guest post, commenting on others, um, different things that will drive awareness. And that generates more trust in others. And don't sell your product and service. Add value to people's website that they have problems and concerns about. The more you do that, the more they're going to earn your trust and they may check your authorship or those check out who you are and what you do to then link to your site and check you out. So it's a genuine help. The more you serve others on other sites, the more they will realize what you're about and hopefully it resonates with them to then check you out. Nice. Okay. And so when we talk about a good, effective SEO campaign, what I'm hearing is that we need good on-page SEO. So the landing pages, everything that's on your website, including the back end, the meta tags, and those kinds of more technical things, that needs to be in good shape. I'm hearing that we need to have some backlinks. So other websites with good authority, not crap, but good websites are also now pointing to your website. A good content strategy. So we need to be putting out good content to reinforce those keywords. Um, what else, John? What are we missing? So for a good, effective SEO campaign, we've got on-page link building, content. What are we missing? Uh, reputation's huge, uh, which is reviews, third-party reviews, not reviews that you just create and put on your own website. Okay. We want what other people are saying about you because Google's sniffing all this. Actually, your customers are checking you out on third-party platforms mm -hmm. to vet you to see if you're a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, building a good business takes time. Taking care of your customers to then write a review takes time. Mm -hmm. So just like running a business, you're 
10 best clients should mean you should have at least 10 reviews out there that support the type of business that you're trying to serve to the community, right? In your niche. Um, so reputation is huge. And I, I know there's a lot of competitive analysis going on because we have to watch what's going on in the competitive landscape of the niche and category and industry and market that you're playing in. Because mm -hmm. if you're not, I mean, there's always people that are battling. This is a battle between SEOers, really. People that know what they're doing, that are trying to take on other companies that also are hired to compete, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> this is the challenge I have, but I love the thrill and I love the, the aspect of doing everything ethically that yes, it's gonna take a lot more time and effort, but if you do it right, it's gonna bring in so much more traffic of your right type of avatar. And look at the different medium sets as well. Like content is what we talk about, written content on blogs, mm -hmm. but video is huge. YouTube video channel, it's a huge component of how people consume information today, right? How to videos, how do you build a, a YouTube channel properly? What about social media? We don't talk about that a lot or paid ad strategy, retargeting ads are huge. What's your community like? Do you have email funnel? Do you have, what's your marketing strategy? So we talk about like media in general and my background has always been advertising. So, and I've worked with tens of thousands of business owners. So I love this stuff. And I really get in the nitty gritty of like, how are you doing and what have you done? And are you happy? Yeah. If oh. you're not doing any of that, then we can talk, right? And help you come up with something that will resonate with you to support what you dreamt of always, right? Goals, aspirations, and KPIs. Oh, I love this so much. You guys, I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot about SEO today. When I saw John and his expertise, I was like, yes, we're, it's a productivity podcast, and I am going to ask you a productivity question. Um, but like all this SEO is so great, you know, do SEO when it's right for your business, go into it, knowing it's a long-term play and that you are going to have to make an investment in your business. Um, it will absolutely pay off if it's done right. I'm also going to say now, you know, like all the different pieces that are involved in SEO. Um, now, you know, have an ideal, like a ballpark on price of what you can be kind of, you know, expecting to pay for good SEO. But just go into it with realistic expectations when it's right for you and your business. If you're a month old, it's probably not necessarily the right time. Um, if other areas of your business have, haven't been worked out, then you're going to want to get some of those things worked out. John mentioned your ideal client avatar. Like if you don't know who that is, probably not the right time to invest in SEO until you get some of those things really um, figured out and flushed out. And then obviously making sure your website, your social media, those different pieces, you know, are not like crickets chirping and, oh, I haven't posted on social in, you know, three years. <laughs> um, probably not, you know, going to help your SEO efforts. John, is there anything else that you would love to add for business owners to help them when it comes to solving the SEO challenge? Yeah, like as a business owner, I was going through the exact same challenges when I started bootstrapping this, not even knowing what the hell I was doing, right? Yeah. And that's the, the mindset of every single business owner. Unless you come from like a family of business owners, then it's a little bit different. But getting in, getting your foot wet, then trying to, figure out what you enjoy doing, what you don't like doing. This is a field of advertising, marketing, and sales. And SEO is one little pillar that can really, if done right, solve your entire sales, marketing, advertising strategy. 
And this is what big brands have been doing for many, many years. And now small business owners, I'm just trying to make it feasible and possible for you guys mm-hmm. because I've solved it for you. <laughs> because think about inbound traffic versus outbound pushing ads at people when they're not even in the mindset of buying your product and service. When people went to yellow pages for a hundred years, they were already intentful of going to the restaurant, picking up that plumber, going to a dentist. So all you have to be was be there at the time of purchase and they have to decide. This is what Google has done for you and yeah. YouTube as well. And if you can understand the concept of it and understand and grasp the opportunities just through being visible, then you can realize people who've done it and taken action and have done it properly are optimizing their business for many, many years to come, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have to worry because it's an inbound lead flow that you don't have to pay for ads anymore. But people are stuck on seeing the actual ad that they, they advertise in. Mm-hmm. SEO is behind the scenes where yeah. paid ads, you actually see it visibly. Social media, you see your ad and you're happy, but you're frustrated because it doesn't generate good quality leads or traffic. There's a difference of per, uh, personas and avatars and personality of people that consume data and content on social versus Google. The quality of your customer searching on Google supersedes any other form, even trade show, magazines, newspaper, radio, television, you name it. Because Yellow Pages was the best way to advertise your business 10 years ago, 20 years right. ago. Now Google is it. If you don't optimize for it, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Yes, I agree completely. All right, John, this is a productivity podcast, which uh, obviously will tie into SEO because if you do your SEO right, you're going to be saving so much time and so much money (laughs) advertising your business and getting new clients. But why don't, if you don't mind, would you share what's um, one, what's your favorite productivity tip? I mean, you help all these thousands of business owners you're clearly a busy guy. So what is one of your favorite productivity tips you could share with our audience today? Yeah, for me, it's transition over the years of where I was at in the business. So Mm -hmm. early days, I was in the business trying to figure things out, right? Productivity was not as important as staying afloat (laughs) and generating revenue and making sure that I survived the first couple of years. Then as I evolved, I was then able to pay for staff and work on management and making sure that they become more accountable, right? And training them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm more about the brand, right? My productivity is focused on getting the word out there about the company and the team has systems and processes and you know accountability in place. So it, it's changed over the years. So today me being productive is being focused on my calendar and really understanding that this is my family time and this is my work time. And I'm gonna be really focused and intentful and really give it all for the audience members of yours during this podcast. And whenever I do things, I'm really focused on providing the best value for anyone that I'm producing content for or you know, having conversations with my team and staff about just understanding that I understand their time. Mm-hmm. And I commit to it so that everyone's going to get the best out of it during that period of time when I'm with them. 
I love that. That's such a great tip. It's one of the things that when we we go into a client and we help them with like their systems and processes, and you mentioned this as you were growing your business, because in the beginning, you're doing it and you need to do it. Like you can't skip that step in your business, like the doing it, doing it, because then you're figuring it out from doing comes documenting, right? Next phase, we document and we write down, here's the process, here's how we do it. And from there, we can delegate it. I just love that order. Do it, document it, then delegate it. You've got to do it at that right time. And, and I love that. That's how your productivity has kind of changed because then once you start to delegate and you've got other people doing these things for you, now you can really focus on growth, scaling, working on the business, not in it so much. Yeah, and I love this aspect and every aspect of your business is challenging in a different way. And you have to enjoy it, live in the moment, live in growth mindset and continue. Yeah, there's going to be rejection, failure throughout the entire journey, right? And that's a part of it. And you either pursue and continue or you give up. And a lot of businesses give up after first, you know, failure or rejection, right? Yeah. And how do you endure it so that you continue for however many years you want to do it? Like, I feel this is a lifestyle business for me because I'm always challenged. I love what I do. I love supporting my team. I love growing and getting better. And I love different aspects of now the working on the business. And therefore, I, I just am always a true, you know, I consume and absorb a lot of content, as you can see. Um, I, I love learning and growing from others. And yes, I still make mistakes. I'm human. And that's a part of living and growing. Yeah. yeah, it really is. You know, some of my most important lessons learned came from the failure, the rejection, the getting screwed over, you know, whatever, all those, those kind of quote, bad things that happen. That's where some of my best lessons have come from. So uh, love this so much. All right, John, tell everybody where they can find you online. Um, so the best way is the website. It's uh, localseosearch.ca. Uh, yes, we're based in Toronto, Canada, where we serve North America, UK, and Australia uh, clients, anywhere that's Western culture and mm -hmm. English speaking. Um, we also have a podcast. Like, I'm just going to plug this because yeah. me, um, I, I try to inspire and also educate a lot of the small business owners because of all my experience. Like me working at Yellow Pages for five years, and my VP of sales was there for 30 plus years, working with tens of thousands of business owners, like real life conversations with successful or not successful business owners. And these are tens of thousands of them in every single vertical and niche category throughout Canada, right? And therefore we have real life experience that really we're just trying to help and mm -hmm. make, make sure that these business owners don't go through the same, you know, turbulations and failures so that they can, improve their business ultimately. Um, it's called local SEO today. And now we're interviewing more people as well. So it's more fun and um, just having fun in life, really like grow, growing a business is hard, but you got to enjoy the motions, right? You got to just focus not just on, you know, the bottom line, but have fun throughout that journey. And if you are okay with some failures, some successes and balance and lifestyle, um, then you know you're doing something that resonates with your purpose in life, which is hopefully to make an impact. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well said. And you guys, we will also put the links to John's company and his podcast in our show notes. 
Um, John, thank you so much for being with me today. I know we were going to talk more productivity, but I was just like, I got too many SEO questions. I'm going to ask John. <laughs> and he was so kind too. Oh, you can always, yeah. If you have any questions without learning productivity, like I've learned a lot. I read yeah. and absorb and I, I try to practice by doing everything. Yeah. And that's the only way to learn, right? Right. Um, for you, because it's all personalized and it might be great for me, but not for someone else. So right. my perspective is different than any other. And I run a digital agency, which is different than a lot of small, medium-sized businesses, right? So yep. a different tool set, stack in terms of software. It's just understanding and understanding that it's different for every single person and it's okay to fail. Enjoy yeah. the process. Exactly. I love that. One of our mottos is win happy because we have to win the day, you know, just take it one day at a time and we need to be or we should try to at least be in a happier place because when you're in that higher emotional state, you're going to be making better decisions, you know, showing up for your team so much better. Um, so enjoy the ride, even the challenging tough part, just there's always lessons and good things to learn in there. There's always growth opportunities. And if you can learn to turn that stuff around, you will be winning happy every single day. Exactly. I love it. All right, you guys, if you're listening and you know a small business owner, if you're a small business owner and you're like, oh, wow, that was really helpful, please share it with others. Pay the goodness forward. This is a really important topic for businesses to be able to get found by their ideal client so that they can sell more. Now, if you're like, oh, Jennifer, I need some help with this. Well, come on over to my website and check me out at jenniferdawncoaching.com. We're a small coaching firm. We help small business owners. You know, if you've lost that love and feeling for your business, we can help with that. If you're really like, my business has so much more potential and I just haven't been able to unlock it, we can help with that. And if you're trying to hit your first million revenues, or maybe you've hit your first million and you try and hit your second, we can help with that. We coach the mindset to succeed and we consult the changes necessary to transform your business. And if you decide that today's the day, you need a better time management system, come check out bestplannerever.com. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out there and have a happy, productive day. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. Visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On the website, you'll find free resources along with the links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the personal lives of so many of Jennifer's clients. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is... The She Leads Podcast Network.